From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Rob Nice, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Rob Nice. Oh yeah, it is game day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Black and Blue Report. It is Rob Nice here with you and uh, Sean Kelly, John DeShazer. They are on the road in Miami as the New Orleans Saints. They have the final tune-up before the regular season. Tonight against the Miami Dolphins, kickoff is for 6.30 p.m. Tonight's game, it's all about evaluating talent to finalize the 53-man roster. And, of course, some of the players that you see that don't make the 53-man roster uh, can remain on the practice squad. So we're very excited to see these guys playing their hearts out tonight, whoever that may be on the field tonight. I know a lot of fans have have, have grown accustomed to seeing certain players on the field. We'll talk about those guys with John DeShazer as he gives us a preview live from Miami and lots, lots of football being played tonight. I mean, this is the game, and, and they have them on Thursday nights. To, to make sure that they have enough time to cut down the rosters and, and have them. They have big games tonight. Big games, but maybe not the big names that you may see on the field. Philly is taking on the Jets, and it's interesting to see uh, who's going to start at quarterback tonight for the Jets. Mark Sanchez is out with the so, uh, with the, the, the sore shoulder. Uh, Geno Smith, he, he's day-to-day but has been listed as, as the starter. He's day-to-day with that ankle. He's still recovering, so they want to have him ready for opening day if, he is indeed named the starting quarterback. Detroit taking on Buffalo this evening. The Colts and the Bengals. Washington and Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh and Carolina, once again, pretty much every team is playing this evening w- without their starters. This will all uh, be about finalizing and evaluating talent on the field this evening. And something very exciting happened this morning. I was driving in, and uh, somebody almost hit me. And I was pleased to announce that, that uh, pleased to realize that that person that almost hit me was Anthony Davis. And, and I, first of all, I know he has the money to pay for it if he did hit me, but he uh, was coming in the facility at the same time as I was. And that's exciting to know that the Pelicans are, are doing some voluntary workouts right now. So the players are running on the football field. They're getting their energy up. And I saw Jason Smith. I think I see uh, uh, Austin Rivers. Very exciting time. That first preseason game at home will be against the Miami Heat. And I do believe that's October 23rd. We have all that information coming your way during today's show. We are going to call and dial long distance. I got my calling card ready, and, and hopefully he'll answer the phone. We have head coach Monty Williams. We're slated to talk to him. He is participating in something very exciting, basketball without borders. Now, the Pelicans have been everywhere in, in terms of being represented uh, in the NBA this, this offseason through Summer League, through Team USA. Head coach Monty Williams has been uh, named an assistant coach, so met up with him out there in Vegas, and now he's representing the NBA with basketball without borders all the way in Johannesburg, South Africa. So very exciting time for Coach, and I know he's very busy, so if we can pull him away for a couple of seconds, we'll do so. We have Greg Lee. He he used to be here in New Orleans a lot. Now he's in Miami enjoying the sun with the Sun Sentinel. We'll we'll talk with him and and see if we can get some inside information and get a preview of tonight's game from the Miami Dolphins side. And my my guy, John DeShazer, if he's not in Houston – 
doing a preseason game and eating the good food out there in Houston. Now he's in Miami, and I think he's on the beach. I can't confirm this. I'm looking to get some Instagram pictures or or some uh, twit pics of him, but I do believe that he is on the beach early this afternoon, but we'll get him on the phone nonetheless. So it's today, the game day edition of the Black and Blue Report. We'll have our first guest, head coach Monty Williams, up next. What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? That we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region, including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves? That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best? Or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home? Actually, the most important thing to say is... Your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Bud Light presents NFL Fan Dilemmas. Should I put these Bud Lights on your tab? Just supposed to get this round. Whoa, interception! But on my rounds... We play better. It's good luck when I buy Jeff's beers. But I don't want to buy Jeff's beers. He wouldn't even give me gum the other day. What a shocking turn of events. Absolutely everything going right. Yep, my tab. It's only weird if it doesn't work. Bud Light. For the NFL fans who do whatever it takes. Here we go. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The offseason for your New Orleans Pelicans has been exciting with all-star Drew Holiday and former Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans being added to a lineup headlined by Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson. Now, with the release of half-season and 12-game plans at varying price levels, there truly is a ticket plan for every fan. Packages start as low as $13 per game and feature the best seat locations to see all-star opponents, including the world champion Miami Heat. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP to get your seats today. And we are back with the Black and Blue Report. It's Rob Nice here, and uh, it is game day for the New Orleans Saints. On the Pelican side, we have something very cool going on. Every summer, the uh, the NBA, they have the Basketball Without Borders program where they go all over the world, and we are pleased and proud to represent uh, the New Orleans Pelicans in Africa right now. We have head coach Monty Williams in Johannesburg right now. Coach, what's going on? I'm doing well, Rob. I'm having a blast over here in Africa, and uh, I miss my my team for sure and I miss New Orleans but we're having a good time over here running some camps and and also being influenced by some awesome people here in Africa. Now coach if I can ask uh, your first initial thoughts you're always a person that that takes in uh, wherever you go and, and and sometimes you look for the blessing and the lesson that you can find when you go to, to new places and experience new things. What was your first initial reaction w- when heading and landing in Africa and, and conducting your first camp? Well, the first time I came here, I was impacted by uh, the apartheid museum and uh, not only the story of Nelson Mandela's plight, but the, the plight of these people and their ability to forgive all of the uh, atrocities that happened here in South Africa. And um, even though this is a basketball trip, I can't help but think about what went on in my lifetime in a country that was 
15 hours away uh, as far as flying here. So from that standpoint, you know, your heart goes out to this nation. And every time you're excited about where they're going, having come here for five times, uh, I've seen nation grow and I've seen people, I've seen young people, um, they just look better and better every time you come over here. More and more, this city is starting to look like Johannesburg. It's starting to look like a thriving metropolis. And they have a ways to go, but they'll tell you that they've come a long way. Very good. Now, we understand that, that Alpha Rucamino has been playing some summer ball, and his team is doing pretty well. Can you talk about his, his performances and uh, as much as you're familiar with him being on the court this summer? Yeah, he, he's had a really good summer. Um, He's one of the guys that put in a ton of work after the season. You know, he took three weeks off, as did all of our guys, and he came in for the five-week session that we had. He really changed his shot. Um, we were excited to sign him in free agency, and uh, he's continued that by playing well over with his national team. Very good, Coach. And uh, speaking of returning players, if Al Farouk is, is, is back, uh, can you talk about the return of Lance Thomas and, and – the, the impact that he's going to have returning to the team? Well, Lance is a guy who's always fighting for a spot and set the tone for us as far as work is concerned. And he's gotten better from the time we signed him now to almost three years ago. Now, at night, David, he's gotten better um, increasingly more and more each year because he works at it. Uh, he's diligent. He's a tough guy. And um, our fans, you know, they, they can root for a guy like that. He came from the D-League and kind of found a niche by just working his butt off. Very good, Coach. Uh, now, can you describe some of the things that you're going to be doing out in Africa during the, the, the Basketball Without Borders tour? Well, we've had a chance to run some camps, uh, some skill sessions with kids. We just got finished working with Special Olympics. Um, we're going to go to some orphanages and deal with some families in need. Uh, I'm, I'm so blessed to have my wife here, and she's got, had a chance to do a lot of this stuff with me. And uh, Basketball Without Borders, the program itself, makes it really easy for people like me to look good. To be honest with you, I'm not doing that much. I just kind of go where they tell me to go and just do my thing and get back on the bus. But these people are amazing. The amount of work they put in to make this program work is is unreal, and it's why I think the NBA is having a global impact like no other sport in the world. And, and I think the team the, this summer with, with – uh, I've seen you in Vegas a couple of times, not only for Summer League but with Team USA and now uh, representing the organization in, in Africa. What does that say about the summer that we've had from uh, maybe one summer not necessarily participating in, in all of these avenues but now – you're an assistant coach with Team USA, and, and now in Africa. Uh, what does that say as to how encouraged the fans should be that the NBA is recognizing that the New Orleans Pelicans organization should be a part of these types of events? Well, for me, it's just it, it epitomizes what God can do anywhere he wants to do it. I mean, I, when I first got there, everybody told me what we couldn't do in New Orleans, and by God's grace, we've been able to do some pretty cool things. We've got some really good guys on our team that can play. Um, I've been able to do some things that I don't deserve as far as being on USA, Team USA. And uh, our fans should be excited. 
but we have a ways to go. And I know you know I'm going to go back to the work that's needed for us to get to where we, we eventually want to be. Um, I like all this, this stuff that we're doing, but I want to be uh, contending for a championship someday, and that's my goal, and that's one of the reasons why I came to New Orleans. All right. Well, Coach, we thank you so very much for taking time all the way from Africa and calling into the Black and Blue Report. And I didn't get one in Vegas, but I would really appreciate a keychain from Africa. That's from a long way if you have time to get one. <laughs> it may be made out of wood or something, but I'll take it. <laughs> you know, my list is so long, brother. I think I'm just going to stick to my family, bring them something back, and that way I won't disappoint anybody outside my home, man. <laughs> Sounds good, Coach. Well, safe travels, enjoy your stay, and we'll see you when you touch back down in the Crescent City. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Tell everybody that I said hello. We will. Thanks a lot, Coach. All right, brother. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Sure, other fans are hungry for a win. But here in New Orleans, we make sure that you're well-fed, too. With tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. Loving the Saints is like the freshness of Cane's. All day, no quit. The Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. Saints fans, show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new black and gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning black and gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your black and gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. We are back with the Black and Blue Report. It's the game day edition on this Thursday, the final preseason game of the year for the New Orleans Saints. They are undefeated thus far, and they will take on the Miami Dolphins this evening in Miami. And to talk a little bit more about tonight's game, we have from the Sun Sentinel, we have Greg Lee, who, who used to be in New Orleans a lot, but now he's calling in to the Black and Blue Report on behalf of, 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 of the Miamians around there. How you doing, Greg? Hey, what's going on, man? Big big matchup tonight. I guess not so much for the starters, but but it, it, it's the end of the preseason and and it starts to get really 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 real when it comes to looking at opening kickoff that's going to be happening for the Saints and Atlanta Falcons. But tonight they have the Miami Dolphins. What can you tell us about tonight's matchup? Well, I think the Dolphins right now they, the most important thing for them is to try to find out their tight end situation. Uh, they lost 
Uh, they, Dustin Keller, who they signed as a free agent from the New York Jets, and he suffered a devastating knee injury a couple of weeks ago. So right now, you know, yes, the Stars may not play much, but the players who will play a lot uh, for the Dolphins tonight will be uh, their three tight ends, Michael Agnew, Kyle Miller, uh, Deion Sims, and their fullback slash tight end, uh, Charles Clay. Uh, they, so they're going to have an opportunity to play. You'll see them play all night today because they got to decide who's going to be the tight end to help out the second-year quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, uh, who, who you know last year had an up-and-down rookie season, uh, but the team's looking forward to seeing his development. And they signed a new to- one of his new toys, this New Orleanian, uh, Mike Wallace, who they signed from the Steelers for five years, uh, $60 million. So um, the Dolphins, you know, they're, trying, they're trying to end a four-year losing streak uh, and try and get back to the playoffs, but it'll be a tough road for them uh, now that they've lost uh, Dustin Keller. Now, what effect does the departure of Reggie Bush have on, on the Miami backfield and, and, and that dynamic of the offense now? What, what, what does Ryan Tannehill do? He's got a new weapon in Mike Wallace, uh, but, but in the backfield and, and losing the tight end, how does the offense change going into the season? Well, that's the, that's the thing. You know, you know, I've been here for you know, I was I've been here for a year, and uh, with Reggie Bush, and I talk to my reporters all the time. And the one thing we've said about the Dolphins was they never used Reggie Bush properly, they, and they used him properly in the last four games of the season last year. Like, where was this? Um, with the running backs they have right now, Lamar Miller, uh, and and um, you know, they're Lamar Miller and. Um, and Daniel Thomas, they're back. You know, they're trying to figure out one of those two who's going to step up to be that that top running back. But one running back is good on first and second down. The other one's good on third down. The problem is that they don't have a complete back. Uh, one of them is good in pass protection. The other one is not. So it's going to be really interesting to see how um, the running back, the running game does without uh, Reggie Bush. And like I said before, Reggie Bush was not really utilized properly when he was here. Yeah, Reggie wanted to run between the tackles, but – they should have been using him in a way not what you saw last week, a, a snippet of what the Lions, Lions going to do with him last week, what he did with the uh, Patriots last week. Now, watching the Miami Dolphins, I've been a fan of one player and one player in particular I've been watching every single week just to check out the highlights, and that's Deion Jordan. Uh, uh, what do you think about his performance uh, thus far in, in, the, in the preseason, and, and what would you say his future looks like uh, with the Miami Dolphins? Well, I think, you know, he's been slow a little bit by recovering from a torn labor and surgery he had last season over the, in the off season. Uh They're bringing him along slowly, but it looks like he's going to be ready for the start of the season. Uh, he, you know, he, they, the Dolphins went up and got him in the draft. You know, they trade up to the number three pick to get him uh, to give some help to their all-pro ta- uh, defensive end, uh, Cam Wake, on the other side. So I see him uh, being a guy who's going to rush the passer, which the Dolphins really solely need to help out Cam Wake, who uh, had double-digit sacks. Uh, in his first uh, five years of the uh, of his existence in the NFL. Now, what have you thought about the Saints so far in the preseason? You, you see Drew Brees for a short amount of time, and, and that's a good sign if you see a starting quarterback only in there for a couple of series. But he looks like he's dialed in going into that final game and getting ready for opening day. Well, I think that, you know, the most important thing is getting trust with his third receiver. And I, and I see Kenny Stills making, uh, making plays out there. That's an important thing, getting, you know, Getting his timing down with guys like that. He already has that timing with Lance Moore. He has that with Marcus Colson. He has it with Jimmy Graham. He's dialed in with those guys. So, uh, and having Sean Payton back definitely helps. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to think as much as he had to do last year. Uh, so he's very comfortable back in his you know home you know home his rightful place in terms of you know assessing the field, playing the game, and just being a, a natural quarterback that he is. But the most important thing for him is just to get that uh, feel with you know, that rookie Kenny Stills has been very impressive. Now on the other side, under center, you have Ryan Tannehill. He's he's slowly the 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 veteran amongst the the players on the offensive side. How has he come along in another year with the organization? 
Well, I think, you know, he, he, we got drafted. He, remember, he only started like eight games at Texas A&M before he got drafted number eight uh, by the Dolphins last year. And, you know, he didn't have many weapons last year. He made, he had, he had, all his main weapon was Reggie Bush, and they didn't use him well. Brian Hartline did catch for 1,000 yards last year, but he only had one touchdown catch. Uh, didn't really have a tight end to help him out, which is the young quarterback's best friend. So, you know, he had a decent year. We comp- and the problem is that he had a problem that he had to be compared to other rookie quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, like Andrew Luck, uh, like RG3. So it's kind of, you know, one of those things where if, if they weren't around, he had a decent r- rookie year given, given you know, all the circumstances he had to deal with last year. Okay, and, and you guys have a new look this year with the uniforms. Uh, a oh, lot yeah. Of, the, it, yeah, the Dolphins got their new look this year, man. It's a, it's, 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 it's a kind of a variation of the old uniform, but just to give them, you know, one thing I noticed most important was like the, the new Dolphins logo itself it makes the Dolphins look a little bit tougher. Uh, you know, I, like I like the Pelicans. Like they look, the bird looks tough. Everyone is jumping on the old Pelicans' new, the Pelicans new uh, um, logo, but the Dolphins' logo looks tougher because the Dolphin looks meaner. It looks a, it looks a little vicious over there, but you know that 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 remains to be seen if they can equate that to to being vicious on the field. Now, yeah. uh, now you're in Miami, and, and there's a football team and a basketball team there. With the Miami Heat, what do you look forward to seeing this year uh, with, with the returning champs, the two time? Can they three peat? Hey, you know LeBron James got back to the gym early <laughs> because he saw the moves being made by the Nets, getting you know Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Uh, Indiana Pacers, who took them to the limit last year, you know, bring back Danny Granger. Uh, I think, you know, you know, they, they will be fine, and we'll see what you know, everyone's saying. Well, you got Greg Oden, but they're going to bring Greg Oden along real slow. He hasn't played basketball in basically two, three years, so he's got to get back in the basketball shape. But he doesn't know the big body that they need uh, to fend off teams such as uh, the Indiana Pacers, who really, really beat them down um, in the playoffs last year. But I think uh, they have a good shot of being a uh, three-peating if they stay healthy. Dwayne Wade's needs is the most important part of it. You know, equation. If his knees are are you know responding like he did last year, they'll be in trouble. And LeBron could leave because that's the most important thing. And, you know, the difference for LeBron, who could opt out at the end of the year, is if LeBron, if um, Dwayne Wade's knees keeps holding up. If not, he might be going somewhere like Cleveland, where there's a young team really rising right now. Oh, Father Time is right around the corner when it comes to these NBA players and, and getting up there in their ninth and, and tenth years. Well, tonight yeah. the big game is happening, and, and it's big when I say that for the Saints fans because this is the final test for the preseason. This is where we're going to see uh, which rookies and free agents are going to stand out and make the final right. 53-man roster. Uh, what do you, uh, if you can just describe one thing that, that the coaches will be looking for on both sides of the field, uh, what would that one thing be? I would think right now during the fourth preseason game, looking for guys who play special, who need to, who can make a team being on the special teams. I think this is the game where you see the guys who they pretty much know who can make the team, but they want to see just get the extra glimpse and and players right now today are probably playing for the job. They can play special teams and play a key role in that. And also today, you know, you want for both teams. Remember, they play in a, in a regular season on Monday Night Football uh, when the Dolphins come to New Orleans. So it's a little preview of looking like the personnel for both teams just to get a little feel of what's going on with both teams. So. It's an important game from that aspect tonight, too, as well. It's just football, man. Football time is around right now. The Miami Dolphins taking on the New Orleans Saints. Greg Lee from the Sun Sentinel, and spent a lot of time here in New Orleans as well. So I know you'll be covering this game quite closely. We thank you for calling in to the Black and Blue Report. Coming up, we'll talk to somebody that Greg may know, John DeShazer, to give us an update and a preview of tonight's game. We'll be back with more. What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? 
Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer MyAuctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? Or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex, so you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice? Actually, what you may like the most is... Yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience. Great reasons to choose an Auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61-mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint, along with the Saint Stations, will be on hand to cheer on participants, and a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL-approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com slash saints. It's Saints game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. And we are back to wrap up the Black and Blue Report on this game day edition. It's Rob Nice here, pleased to be joined by phone. For some reason, he didn't want to be in the studio today, and I can't blame him for this one because he is on a sunny beach, South Beach, that is, of Miami. Senior writer for the New Orleans Saints, John DeShazer, is on the line with a preview of tonight's game. How's it going, John? I'm doing well, and, you know, I want to dispel that myth. I'm not on South Beach. I don't, don't want people to think I'm down here, you know, just you know, jack-legging around. I'm actually working. Uh, but there is a beach around there. Well, you know, I, no comment. And the game is not until tonight. No comment. And the players are probably resting up right now. I'm just saying no comment. I, 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 don't, I have no idea what you're talking about, Ron. And one more thing. You have some free time on your hands, like three hours. What? There's a beach right there, John. I, I got no idea what you're talking about. I, I've never seen a beach before in my life. I, I just, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with that. Okay, well, well, they they keeping you in that dark room right now because uh, you're doing your your your, your due diligence and, and maybe uh, the the most work that you may have had to do uh, this preseason. Tonight's the final game. What's tonight's game all about against the Miami Dolphins? Well, it's about uh, young guys getting one final audition for a roster spot. Um, you won't see the veterans out there uh, or for any significant amount of time, uh, so you won't be seeing a Drew Brees or. You know, likely you won't be seeing a Darren Sproles or Marcus Colston or, you know, any of those guys, a Keenan Lewis or Jabari Greer. What you will be seeing is a lot of guys like, Rob, you know, Ryan Griffin and a lot of guys like, you know, Traveris Cadet and Kerry Robinson. And you want to see if those guys can make an impression and get one of those final roster spots. I think um, there are several that are still up for grabs, according to Coach Payton. So we'll see how that goes for those young guys. 
One one of those positions uh, it would be the linebacker position uh, because due to injuries and, and guys actually having stellar performances in the preseason, uh, it may be a tough position to sort of sort out. Uh, is that something that you think Coach Payton is looking at? Well, of course. I mean, you know, the, the bodies are so thin there. The depth is so thin. You know, you have basically three guys who would, would have been projected to be starters in Will Smith, uh, Jonathan Vilma, and Junior Gallette are not playing in this game. And, in fact, uh, Gallette and Vilma have not played at all this preseason, and we know that Will Smith has lost for the season. So that, there are three openings. That, you know, there are three spots there. And so some young guys like, you know, a Jay Richardson and a Baraka Atkins, those guys have a golden opportunity in front of them simply from the standpoint of, you know, injury-wise, they've had a chance to get a lot of reps and they've had a chance to get a lot of a lot of show on film. So, you know, they should have an opportunity you know, with one final strong push tonight to maybe make this roster. Otherwise, you know, they might have had a tough time making this roster, but because of injury, they have they're in pretty prime position. Now, now here's the question with with that 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 comes into play when when looking at talent and evaluating performance. The defense, we're not showing everything on the field uh, because we have to save it, uh, so to speak, to to be ready for opening day, and we're going to be playing this Miami team again during the regular season. How does uh, Rob Ryan balanced that to have uh, evaluation of performance when he's not showing all of the packages that he will be showing during the regular season. Well, even though it's it'll be a vanilla offense and defense, you still want to see guys execute that vanilla offense or defense. You still want to see them, you know, being in the right place at the right time, making the right checks and the right calls. Now, yeah, it's not going to be exotic, but the things that they are doing, you want to see them do well. So that's how you evaluate that. Now, in some circumstances, you know, some guys aren't able to do that all the time. So you want to see if these guys can process the information, if they can retain what they've already learned, if they can maintain the basics and the fundamentals and just carry out their assignments properly. You know, and we have to think, too, Miami's not going to be, you know, extremely exotic in what they do either. You know, they don't want to show the Saints anything. So you're going to have two teams probably out there trotting out some vanilla offenses and defenses. But for both, you want to see the players execute those offenses and defenses. Now, one of the players that I'm going to be looking at on the offensive side is, is the uh, – it's not necessarily a battle, but Andy Tanner and, and Preston Parker. Uh, it would seem as if Preston Parker has the upper hand because he can play on, on special teams and he just has that that aggression uh, to, to play both sides of special teams where he can be on the return side as well as, as the kicking side. Uh, what do you need to see or what do you think that the coaches and, and fans w- would need to see from Andy Tanner uh, to to have the the same level of opportunity to make this roster. Well, I mean, the main thing from from Tanner is he's got to continue to to run the correct routes, which he does extremely well, and catch the football, which he does extremely well. I mean, all he can do is what he's capable of doing, and those two things are his strengths. He's a great route runner. He has extremely you know great hands. So you know those are the things he can do to kind of that. Those are the things he did to pull himself back into the competition, and those are the things that will get him on the 53-man roster if, indeed, he makes the 53-man roster. But, again, Preston Parker is a guy who can help you in the kicking game. And and Coach Payton said this a long time ago in training camp and in preseason games, you know, some guys are going to make the team because of what they can add on special teams. And so you're going to have to be versatile. If you're going to be the 48th, 49th, 50th guy on the roster, you can't be a specialist unless that only specialty is as a you know, a guy on the special teams or something like that. But for the most part, if you're a receiver, you're going to have to work special teams. If you're a D-back, you're going to have to work special teams. So those guys, you know, they're not like 
you know, Marcus Colston, who only who only has to go out and catch passes. You know, those guys are going to have to be versatile. And Preston Parker offers some versatility. And I granted the versatility he offers in the perfect world, the Saints would never see. He's a kick returner, and the Saints have their kick returner in Darren Sproles. However, he sh- has shown to be effective in terms of being a kick returner. One when he was in Tampa Bay, and also last week on a 52-yard kickoff return against Houston. So, you know, he has shown that versatility. We don't know if Andy Tanner can do those things. So, you know, if, if you know, I guess if all things are equal, the fact that Preston Parker does return kicks and does offer you something on special teams probably would nudge him ahead. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we have John DeShazer on the phone from Miami giving us a preview of tonight's game. John, hold that thought. We'll get your final thoughts about tonight's game and wrap up the Black and Blue Report up next. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Hey, New Orleans Saints fans, show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Bud Light presents NFL Fan Dilemmas. Should I put these Bud Lights on your tab? Just supposed to get this round. Whoa, interception! But on my rounds, we play better. It's good luck when I buy Jeff's beers. But I don't want to buy Jeff's beers. He wouldn't even give me gum the other day. What a shocking turn of events. Absolutely everything going right. Yep, my tab. It's only weird if it doesn't work. Bud Light. For the NFL fans who do whatever it takes. Here we go. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer in St. Louis, Missouri. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Being the official chicken of the New Orleans Saints, we're more than just fans of the Saints. We're fans of Saints fans. So on game day, we make sure they're reloaded with tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. The best chicken fingers around? We got this. Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. Get geared up for the big game and wear what the team wears. Visit the Saints team store at Gate B on the plaza level of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. The game day edition wraps up right now for the Black and Blue Report. Rob Nice here in New Orleans. And on the line, we still have John DeShazer, who is in Miami. Shaking that sand off somewhere, man. But I know he's walking around the beach, but he's got that phone on him right now. Now, John, Drew Brees, he, he talks about, uh, Lance Moore, who who came to this team from the practice squad in Cleveland. He talks about uh, Pierre Thomas and, and uh, Marcus Colston, just a few of the players who came in with, with not a big name for themselves but created one here in New Orleans. Which player do you see on this roster who has not yet made the roster who can be one of those players down the road and be one of the players that represent the organization? Well, there's an offensive lineman in, in Tim Lolita who's an undrafted rookie who has – 
has made a name for himself here lately, especially in the Texans game when he came off the bench and, and played extremely well. Also, we've got to continue to look at the undrafted rookie defensive lineman, Glenn Foster, who, you know, Coach Payton said himself, Glenn Foster is not fighting for a roster spot. He's fighting for playing time. So this is a kid who pretty much has earned his roster spot, and they're trying to figure out ways how they're going to get him into the defensive line rotation. So that's huge for an undrafted rookie. Those are a couple of guys that, I, you know, Lolito and Foster, a couple of guys who I believe will, you know, will work out well. And the Saints generally unearth a couple of gems, you know, in that respect. They will find a guy who's an undrafted rookie, and they'll find, you know, a way to make use out of him. And, and you know, he, he'll become as valuable or most, more so than draft picks from that draft class. Tonight's game against the Miami Dolphins for the New Orleans Saints. Once again, the final tune-up before opening day against the Atlanta Falcons. John, it's hard not to look ahead to that big game, uh, but we have the players, uh, the, the star players who will not be playing this evening. Uh, fans are excited about opening day. They can't stop talking about it. What's something that we should look forward to? Not to look ahead. You're not the coaches, though, so we can do it a little bit. Uh, do you, have you seen enough to to feel comfortable to to see that we can have a great showing opening day at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome? Well, I mean, I think all the all the stars are aligned for that. I mean, you're talking about a home game, number one, so that's a home opener. Second is against your bitter division rival, the Falcons. Uh, that's number two. The Falcons are defending uh, NFC South division champs, so that's number three. So, you know, a lot of factors are working in the Saints' favor in terms of emotion. And now you add in the fact that, you know, I know it's an old story, but indeed it will be Coach Sean Payton's first game, you know, his first regular season game back in the Superdome. So you've got a lot of, you know, emotional factors working in the Saints' favor. And you also have, you know, a pretty good offense still intact, you know, as long as it's going to be led by Drew Brees, it's going to be pretty good. And uh, you have a defense that's in the works. You know, it, again, you know, those guys are still kind of picking up on some of the nuances that uh, defensive coordinator Rob Ryan has installed. But, you know, there seems to be improvement. Even after the Houston game, they gave up, you know, I think close to 200 yards in the first quarter. But they really buckled down in the second quarter. And that's the kind of quarter-to-quarter improvement and adjustment that you want to see. Because, again, you know, I've, I don't think by any stretch of the imagination that the Saints defense has to be a replica of the 85 Bears or the old Steel Curtain, but as long as they're representative, as long as they can get enough stops and give that ball back to that offense, I think they'll be in pretty good shape. So, you know, a lot of things are shaping up to be exciting for that first game, but, you know, most of all, it's just an emotional time when you get your bitter rivals at home for a season opener. Opening day. 12 o'clock, it's going to be happening. The New Orleans Saints will take on the Atlanta Falcons. And, yes, it is a bitter rivalry. I just can't wait to see the tailgating and the fanfare that will happen leading up to kickoff. John DeShazer, you know what? I put in a request to have you uh, back here in person first thing tomorrow to talk about the weekend edition of the Black and Blue Report. We'll talk about some roster moves that will be made following tonight's game. And John will give us his take on the game tonight against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, John, we, 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 we hate to uh, pull you away from the beach time that you don't want to talk about, so go ahead and return. Enjoy your free time before heading to the stadium, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow back here in the Crescent City. Will do, and I, you know, I don't know anything about that beach thing, folks. I don't know what he's talking about. Listen, you got to bang the sandals against your desk to get the sand out of the sandals, so that's just a little hint, but you didn't hear that from me. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, John. Thank everybody for listening. I thank everybody for tuning in to the Black and Blue Report. 
Thanks to my special guest, Greg Lee, along with head coach Monty Williams, calling all the way from Johannesburg, Africa. And you guys enjoy the game this evening, and we'll hear from you tomorrow for the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 1 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.